0: The or Daily with Brian Redmond, on air, online and on Smart Speaker.
1: A topic we've been talking about for the last number of months, we've covered it so many times, we've spoken to the great people up at Amber Women's Refuge, was the uh, fact that paid leave for employees impacted by domestic violence was coming into effect. And it has, it's come into effect today. And joining us now to talk about it is uh, Neve Murphy from Amber Women's Refuge. Good morning, Neve.
0: Good morning, Brian.
1: Good morning to your listeners. It's great to have you on. I mean, it seems like the wrong choice of words, but it's great news, I suppose, at the same time for, for some, in some small way, for, for people who are experiencing and suffering from domestic violence.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Brian. Um, you know, I think this is today is um, a big step forward for victim survivors who work outside the home. Um, and this day has been a number of years uh, in the making um, with um, you know ourselves and other colleagues within our sector, uh, working with the department and lobbying the department to ensure that um, victim survivors who do work outside the home are um, appropriately supported and um, you know when they are in times of crisis that they are appropriately supported throughout those times of crisis and that there is a, a comprehensive workplace response to that because I think over the last number of years as a society we have moved forward in our thinking from domestic abuse, domestic violence being a private issue uh, to understanding that it is a societal issue and um, you know, there are so many aspects across our society where we can provide support to victim survivors and given that those of us who do work outside the home spend about a third of our work of our lives at work, um, you know, there's a real recognition that um, you know, a, a, a workplace response can really help and assist um, those who do work outside the home and in fact all all the international evidence would point toward the fact that, where there have been meaningful workplace responses, um, you know, it really can, um, in a very meaningful way, uh, support a victim survivor, whether um, maybe currently going through um, an abusive scenario or trying to leave that, uh, escape that abusive scenario, or maybe with processing the trauma and the stress and anxiety of of that uh, abusive situation that happened for them in the past.
1: Uh, Myself and Ethna, and indeed some of the other members of the staff here at Casey Law, were were talking about this this morning, and that in itself, I suppose, is success. I mean, five days of paid leave, everybody for every year, sort of say, for anybody um, who is suffering for domestic violence, you don't have to prove it. But what we were wondering about, is, is: does it have to be nominated as such, you know, where people would say this is parental leave or this is sick leave, are people going to have to identify the fact that they are experiencing domestic abuse to be able to be entitled to it?
0: Well I think there first of all it's really important to say and us as advocates for victims of violence would say that you know never to disclose any information that you're not comfortable or you feel it might put you at further risk of disclosing but um yes I mean this this leave and um, you will need to name it as as um applying for a domestic violence leave but as I said you do not need to provide any evidence or proof and you know nor should an employer um, be requiring you to, to provide any evidence or proof um the Act allows employees to give notice of domestic violence leave as soon as is reasonably practical, but it also um, you know, we under, it under, is understanding of the fact that often in situations, emergency situations, crisis situations, life-threatening situations, that always won't reasonably be practical. Um, and as I said, the Act does not require evidence to support an application for domestic violence leave. Now, there may be very limited exceptional circumstances in which an employer may consider it appropriate to request supporting documentation. But as, um, you know, an advocacy um, organisation and Amber Women's Refuge for Victim Survivors, we would very much be of the view that that's not within the spirit of the provisions of the Act to request supporting documentation of any kind. And when you look at uh, the, the seven different ways that, um, you know, this leave, uh, what it can be applied for, you know, you'll see that, you know, there are very few of those that if the Act did allow uh, for evidence um, to be uh, requested by an employer, which, as I said, it doesn't, you um, you know there there really you wouldn't have that evidence to show or a victim survivor wouldn't have that evidence to show so as i said there there are eight different types of medical legal protective housing or specialist supports Brian that that, um, you can apply for this leave to, avail- to be able to, to attend. Um, so, the first is seeking medical attention. Um, the, the second is obtaining the services of a victim services organization, so including a specialist domestic abuse service like ourselves. Um, it allows for you to obtain uh, psychological or other professional counselling, uh, to relocate temporarily. Or permanently, so you can use um, the uh, up to these five days in any um, consecutive 12-month period to to um, use that time to to seek and try to find um, a, you know temporary um, accommodation or permanent alternate accommodation. Um, you can use it to to attend the courts to obtain a perfect a protective order under the Domestic Violence Act, and um, you can use it to seek advice or assistance from a legal practitioner. So to attend your solicitor um, to seek assistance from the Garda Shia corner or to seek or obtain any other relevant services um, so um, yeah, they are the eight areas which uh, you can use to, to, um, to avail of this leave and the leave Brian is um, entitled to any employee of any organisation or business in Ireland there is no minimum service requirement to qualify for statutory domestic violence leave and it protects um, it to anybody who is directly experiencing currently or in the past abuse in their intimate relationship or it also applies to any employee who's supporting what the Act deems as a relevant person who's dealing with the effects of domestic abuse so a relevant person as outlined in the Act is a, a spouse or civil partner of the employee so you may be helping or supporting um, your, your your partner um, uh, who may be dealing with the effects of, of, of Past domestic abuse, uh, or the person that you're living with, the cohabitant, um, uh, child. So it may be that um, you know you were supporting your child, um, who um, you know has been witness yeah. or a victim of, of domestic violence and abuse in the past, and um, to seek a, any you know professional support services or a relevant personals pertains to, to any person who, in relation to the employee, is a dependent person, and it relates, of course, to experiences that are ongoing as well as past experiences okay, so and so, um, you does. know There's
1: one thing that you said there that triggered a question in my mind, and I think you've answered it, but Mm -hmm. just wanted to clarify. If somebody is experiencing the fallout of past domestic abuse, this is something that they could avail of, um, even though they may not be experiencing domestic abuse today, yesterday, or within you know the last recent history. So that's clearly something that's there for people in the past. But from the employer's perspective, um, what's the employer required to do if, if somebody makes such a report? Obviously, they have to process that claim from a pay perspective but how should they handle it? Should they do anything or should they do nothing at all further?
0: Um, well, I mean, the first thing I would say to any employers listening uh, today um, is if they haven't already, to um, take some time, either themselves as a business owner, if they have a um, HR person within the organisation or anyone who's responsible for employee wellbeing within the organisation, to visit dvatwork.ie. So this is the department's um, uh, uh, resource, which has been developed by our colleagues in Women's Aid as well as a, a HR sports service. And uh, it's a fantastic resource, Brian. Um, there are policy templates there which you can download, which you can um, develop a policy for your your organisation. Um, there are guidance uh, supporting documents, which really is a very comprehensive um, outline of exactly what um, the legal obligations are from an employer's perspective but also going further than that uh, from the perspective of duty of care to their employees and um, there's also an an email HR support service which they can avail of during business hours so that would be the first port of call that I would refer all employers to Um, but yeah I mean you know they they obviously have to allow for the administration of the domestic violence leave and um, you know I would say that um, you know confidentiality is absolutely key in this regard. I mean, domestic violence and abuse differ from other workplace safety issues in that the sharing of information without um, the disclosing employee's consent may actually negatively impact their safety and well-being. Mm-hmm. So that's really important to say. So this isn't like the administration of other forms of, you know, what would be deemed special leave, like force majeure or what have you, you know, th- there, this really is, you know, confidentiality, confidentiality not being entirely key in the administration of domestic violence leave and, you know, could be life-threatening for that particular employee. But there are and helps so and supports confident- available
1: for, um, for, for, for for employers on the website as well if they need to get their head around how they handle it should such a report be made. Um, Carlo, still yes. with a, a refuge again we've been talking about this for so long is there any movement there is there any sign of things improving um for people in carlo
0: um, well, yes, I mean, certainly, as you know, the Minister has come out on the record last year and said that, you know, under, under the provisions of the Third National Strategy for uh, Against Domestic um, Sexual and Gender-Based Violence that Carlow, as well as the other nine counties in Ireland that don't have a refuge, will have a refuge provision. Do I have any specific information, Brian, in relation to when Carlo will have a refuge? I don't. That's above my pay grade, I'm afraid. But, yes, yeah, certainly that's been deemed... On the record, um, with uh, with the Department of Justice, with the Minister, that okay. um, you know, provisionals of a refuge facility in Carlo is is coming, and um, I just don't know know the timing, and I don't think anyone knows the timing on the ground of when that will be.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we've been talking about the Kilkenny Chamber of Business Awards um, this morning, and um, great to see rec- such fabulous recognition, actually, at the awards of, of the work of, of the One Million Stars um, campaign. It, it must have been nice to see that acknowledged and recognised in such a way.
0: Oh, it was fantastic and I mean my colleague Siobhan McQuillan, uh, many of your listeners will know Siobhan. Uh, Siobhan is the project lead for our Amber's One Million Stars project and uh, Siobhan attended the awards with our manager Lisa and another colleague Jess who's also been instrumental in supporting Siobhan uh, with the project. So yeah, I mean it was wonderful. We were in fantastic company with um, with Butler Gallery and with Kilkenny Sobacqua Club who really have an awful lot of volunteer support as well but it was extra special. Brian, because, you know, this award specifically for all the star weaving volunteers, mm. I'm sure there are many of them listening this morning, you know across Kilkenny, across Carlow and, you know, we're in you know 24 other counties now nationally, uh, you know, they, they, they weave stars to show their support um, and to show their solidarity and standing against violence against women so yeah, it, it was, was absolutely a- fantastic for the project to be recognised.
1: I yeah. know our own ethnic um, really enjoyed speaking to her after the or during the awards on Saturday evening and we've been running that story um, on the KCLR News right throughout yes. the day. It's great to recognise it and to acknowledge that work. Um, as always, when we're talking, it's important that we acknowledge the fact that there may be people listening at home um, who are suffering domestic advice, uh, domestic violence at the moment and it's a nice opportunity to give them some advice. Niamh, um I'll let you do the honours in that regard and maybe give out some of the helpline numbers that people might need to be aware of.
0: Certainly. So, uh, for any woman uh, listening this morning um, who, who currently is or has in the past um, experiencing domestic violence and abuse, um, you know, when you're ready and it's safe for you to talk, uh, reach out to us. Our 24-7 confidential helpline number is 0818 424244. And for any men listening this morning, I'll give the Men's Aid um, helpline number, which is available Monday to Friday during business hours. And that's 01554. 3811. And I'd also just like to mention, uh, Brian, to any employers in Kilkenny and Carlo who are looking for some additional um, local uh, support, advice, guidance, and also training, training for their staff, training for their people managers on facilitating and appropriately responding to um, disclosures from employees um, of domestic violence and abuse, to visit our website, to visit the business supports page on our website, where they'll find an awful lot of um, information in relation to um, the training that we can provide to them and their colleagues on
1: this issue. Neve Murphy from Amber Women's Refuge, thank you for joining us on the show this morning. And those numbers again for people listening 0818 um, 0818424244 or if you are a man suffering domestic violence abuse um, 01554 And again, Casey Laura's own website has a page dedicated to help. Um, you can find that if you do a search. And uh, CaseyLaura96fm.com is the starting point for all of that help and advice. Neve Murphy, um, uh, congratulations on the acknowledgement at the business awards of that uh, fabulous campaign, and great to see that the ongoing work has resulted in um, five days domestic violence um, leave now entitled to every person in this country. It makes Ireland one of the first countries in Europe to introduce such measures.
0: The KCLR Daily with Brian Redmond on air, online, and on smart speaker. With thanks to the Fairgreen Shopping Centre gift card, the perfect gift for all occasions. See fairgreens.ie